Greetings, programs, and welcome back to Geek Salad episode 166, Song of the... where we talk about the live-action movies made from Walt Disney Studios. Now, part one took us from the 1940s until the 1970s. Here in part two, we'll cover those made from the 1980s until today, 2018. So, sit back, grab a mug of rum... Why is the rum gone? Yes, we know, Jack. And enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, moving on to the awesome 80s. Uh, we already talked about Watching in the Woods, so we don't need to talk about that again. The Devil and Max Devlin, which I saw in oh the movie God, theater. Oh my God, I remember that. This was... Uh, Bill Cosby! This was, no- this was another... Uh, you're going to sign this contract, and then you're going to have this drink, and when you wake up, your butt's not going to be feeling right, but that's what happens. Uh, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of amazing how uh, how much um, reality is mirroring... mirroring uh, fantasy in this one. I saw this movie in the theater. Oh, My grandmother first. took me to see oh, this. How the hell was I supposed to know? It was Elliot Gould. That's right. I couldn't... Re- Elliot Gould, who still has a career. Yeah. Elliot yeah. Gould was very hot in the 70s and 80s. Um, yeah, it's just one of those movies. I don't remember much about it. I just remember watching the trailers where I right. I remember. Wa- I do remember watching it on, like the, again, Disney Channel. Yeah, this is a Disney Channel, you know, staple. staple. Yeah, it's not going to say it's a classic. Oh, no, it's, uh, yeah, but again. Much like the next movie on this list, Condor Man. I, I, Starring I remember the Phantom of the Opera, Michael Crawford. I remember watching never this. Never seen this one. I, I, I just have never seen, seen this movie all the it. way through. I, I just remember seeing, like, you know, at the beginning of their VHS, you know, they had those, like, they had clips from all yeah. of the... I just remember seeing this guy in a weird bird suit, I'm like, I want to watch that. Yeah. It was, it, it was like this, this vain attempt at being, like, this... 70s noir spy. He's more of a spy than a superhero. Yes. And that's the thing. And then because they found they found the one Brit that was willing to work for Arby's. And, uh... I like the early 90s remake that they did. Which was... What's that? Oh, yeah, okay. Not really, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> but second. yeah, no, it was... It definitely had, like, a 70s spy movie. Through, you know, it basically felt like a Roger Moore Bond it, movie. It did, but it's Michael oh, Crawford. I can ask the pussy Bond movie. Yeah. This is Michael Crawford before he spent months retraining his voice to be able to sing Phantom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, the funny thing is, there was a, um, there was a Toy Story short oh, called uh, Small Fry. Which I, is yes, my that, that's all a great time one. favorite of all the Toy Story shorts. That's my favorite because they, they just list off all these not these these toys that these Happy Meal type toys that are all yes. cheap things and there's stuff like uh, Taekwondo who can who's got like chopping action and yeah. you know there's the Vampire Express that the little werewolf pops out and then one of the toys was Condor, Condor Man. Man that's right <laughs> yeah I, just, I, I mean you that's, I mean that's a deep great, cut, that's a deep cut reference right great there. callback yeah. I love that callback. All right, next up. Uh, this, this is another one that John John mentions all the time. Is one another movie she freak, get freaked out by? Something wicked this way comes. Jonathan Price. Yep, I've never seen this movie. I've never no. seen this movie either. For every heart, there exists a wish. You ever play the numbers, Mister Holloway? Hey, never take risks. For every soul, there burns a desire. 
I know it's scary, and this one's got this one's got that nostalgia built into it, though, for the people that did see it on the Disney Channel. Because uh, I don't remember anybody seeing this in the movie theater. Didn't this came out the same year as Return of the Jedi? So we, you know, that's all the only movie that I remember came out that year. It's the only movie I saw that year. Didn't Stephen King do a remake of this one? Uh, uh, Needful Things. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the same plot anyway. Well, I mean, this is who is this? This is. Um, Who's, who, who wrote the original story? Oh, uh... I can't think of it. Based on, uh, based on a novel by Brad, Ray Bradbury. Ray Bradbury, okay. So, yeah. Actually, he, he wrote the screenplay for this one. Oh, he was still alive. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, I, I've heard it's... I've heard it's not as scary as, like, as atmospheric as, like, something like um, Watching the Woods. Right. But it's... Jonathan Price's Mr. Dark... Is just really creepy. Just Jonathan Price amazes. Well, first of all, he amazes me how long he's actually been in the industry before people noticed him. Well, I mean, he he, he is he's a chameleon because he can do anything. Yeah, and he's a fantastic actor. He, he is. <laughs> all right, next up, the Return to Oz. I love this one. Not did not watch this one either. Are you sure you didn't come back? These my ruby slipper. No, no, no. Ruby slippers. They just fell out of the sky one day. You were so anxious to get home. They're very powerful. They made it possible for me to conquer the Emerald City. I love okay. this one. I love this one more than uh, Wizard of Oz. I know you don't like the Wizard of Oz. No, I don't. This is just one. Of, this this movie has got eight like mid eighties like. Painted all over it in, terms of the, <laughs> in terms of the costuming, in terms of the 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 way that the movie is shot is very very mid eighties. You know what else? What else this movie has all over it? Frank Elbaum. It does because yeah. if you read the original books, that's what you did. No, you don't get Wizard of Oz. Right. You get Return to Oz. Right. And well, then that's just the, that's the sad fact of the matter, though, is that people accept the Wizard the the, the, the Wizard, 30s, of Oz Wizard of Oz as canon versus the books, where it is dark. I mean, there's fucking shock therapy going on in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They are, they are literally shocking uh, Dorothy to forget these memories. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think in, in practice, I mean, this movie is, a better, is better in ideas than it is in actual overall practice. I think that some of the characters are a little overdone. And again, I think most of that is, is faulted to budgetary restraints. Yeah, and, that's uh, fair. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the effect for Jack... Uh, it never really worked for me. Right, but, TikTok is another one. I just yeah, the, yeah. But um, the go- the gnome king. Yeah, that I thought that effect was very. I mean that that was that very, had a very um, uh, the rock man, the rock creature from uh, Neverending Story. Okay, yeah, feel to it. Whatever and, happened to Feruza Balk? Because she like this was her big thing, and then in the '90s she was everywhere, awesome. and then. Huh? Blossom. No. Wasn't she no. Blossom? No, it was no that's Maya Bialik. Yeah. No. 
Feruza Balk did this, and then she went away for years and years and years, and then she did like the craft, and yeah. she oh, did. Yeah. She was like the dark. You know, she was your your goth, goth yeah. um, manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, in a lot of movies, she was Rose McGowan before Rose McGowan. Right, exactly. But there, there. I mean, there are some very, there are very atmospheric and creepy moments in this one too. I mean, yeah. The uh, uh, Madam. Oh, that Madame, the Hall of Heads is yeah. just creepy as hell. And the ending scene where you know they keep getting, all of her friends keep getting turned into, um, you know, emerald things. Yeah. I mean that was you. You don't know what's going to happen. It's just getting all right. scary and freaky. The rollers look silly though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because with with one guy, it's like okay, he's like the leader of the rollers. Could could have put a hairpiece on him. Yeah. <laughs> he had like no, but he had that weird like eighties balding though. Yeah, it was just like there was some there, and it was just like it wasn't like off to the side; it was pushed back. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh God, God, you're in a band at he, night, aren't you? He, he really looked like he did a line every uh, every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in between takes, he he go exactly. off exactly. I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> I'm back. All right. Um. Next up on this, Flight of the Navigator. That's another one you love. Oh, I, I, hell, I bought it. Have you seen this one? Oh, God, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> this can't be happening. I think I've gotten some stuff out of your head that has nothing to do with navigating this ship. You sound just like a human. No! That dumb dog will never learn to catch a frisbee. You are an inferior species, you dumb dork. Butt face. Ghost bucket. <laughs> hey, well, if you're so perfect, what are you still doing here? I told you, I blew a fuse when I totaled out that electrical tower. I was checking out some daisies. Crashed while looking at flowers? Ha! Sounds like you're the inferior species. I bought it on DVD not too long ago. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I still I still enjoy it. I still... It's got um, Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens is the Matt's. voice, yeah. Um, and it's got... It's got Sarah Jessica Parker when she's still kind of... Didn't looked, have a horse face? Yeah, she... she 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 was still starting to get there. She was starting to get there, but she still had. It was she was a very young. She had that. She had that. She had that Yeah, Jenna. Well, she had also had a streak of pink in her hair. Yeah. Right. Okay. I. You know the funny thing with this movie is, and I've seen this movie and I enjoyed this movie. I always confuse this with the boy who could fly. For zero discernible has nothing to do right. with this movie. For zero discernible reasons. Yeah. It's just they came out at the exact same time. And um. Oh, what was like the not what wasn't like the villain, but he was like the the head of NASA, the government stooge. He, he, he also in the eighties, you had to have a government stooge in your movie, he, of course, your government yes man. He was also like the the the, like the teacher on. Um, Don't please say Saved by the Bell. Say it's Mr. Building. No, say it's Mr. Building. I, Boy I, Meets World. No. <laughs> William no, Daniels. William Daniels, yeah. Cool for me will always be John Adams. I don't care what you say. He will always be John Adams. Not Higgins? Huh? Not Higgins? No. <laughs> no, he's not Higgins. Really? Different actor, completely. Oh, different you could have fooled me. I, Go ahead. Go to IMDb right uh, now. I you could have fooled me. Dare I, you. I, I, I always thought John Higgins was. I mean, uh, Higgins was. Uh, Hold on, I've got, I'm, You're trying to find out the. Well, I, I got knocked down to 3G. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, well, it'll come to you. So, well, I, can, yeah. I can talk about Benji the Hunted. And the only reason why I'm going to talk about Benji the Hunted. Uh, John Hillerman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Benji the Hunted has a special place in my heart because it was when. Um, I don't remember if it was, if it was, it was Gene Siskel or Roger Ebert. This movie came out the same week as Full Metal Jacket. 
and oh, one I of remember, them. I remember hearing about this. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it may have been Gene Siskel who gave Benji the Hundred a thumbs up. No, no, it was Ebert, I think. It was Ebert, okay. Yeah. Ebert gave it a thumbs up. A th- thumbs up. <laughs> Siskel gave it a thumbs down, but Siskel, I mean, Ebert gave Full Metal Jacket a thumbs down. He liked Benji the Hunted more than he liked Full Metal Jacket, and it erupted into this argument, which is great because, I mean, these are taped, these are edited, and they left it in there for these two to argue over, you know, why? Well, that was one of the main reasons to watch this and Ebert. Well, yeah, I love that. I love when they argue, but this is, <laughs> it's hilarious because this is the last Benji movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, they, they actually recently, like 2010, they made a new one. I mean... I mean, but, sir, but I mean, this was also the only Benjamin with, with, with the benefit with the benefit of hindsight. I mean, in, in, in a way, Ebert was kind of right. Yeah, because Full Metal Jacket does not have staying power beyond the first half of the movie. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I'm with you on that. Nobody, nobody wants to watch the movie after Powell shoots his brains out. Right. I think honestly, and I've said this before. If I haven't, I'm saying it now. I think Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, I'm with you. First half is amazing. It is a tremendously overrated war movie. Oh, incredibly. I mean, as Kubrick, so it's got that going for it, but it is an incredibly overrated war movie. This is because Platoon came out, you know, the year before, and Platoon is infinitely better. So back to Benji the Hunted. Never actually seen it, but I just wanted to talk about that. No, but I mean, like I said, in in the the hindsight of 20 years, or however many years it was, Roger Ebert was right. Yep. (laughs) God bless his soul. Yep. Howard Hessman. It was Howard Hessman. Oh, he was the government student. He was the government student. He was Johnny Fever. And he was head of the class. He was the, he was the hip, cool teacher, head, of, head the of the class. class. Yeah. He would be the government student. Until he left over contract disputes, they brought in Billy Connolly so we could not understand a word their teacher had to say. <laughs> he, he, he was, but he wasn't the villain in the movie. He was just the, gov- yeah, the government student. He, he was the government yes man. Every yeah. 80s movie that has a government stooge, he's the villain. In. Yep. The government stooge is the villain. Well, there really he's was- trying to keep the protagonist from fulfilling his goal. There really wasn't a villain in this movie. The proletariat will rise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, one we got to talk about first. I, this guy actually came out at the beginning of the year, but because of the way that my list was set up, it got left off, so Mike popped it back on it. Tron. Hey, look, you guys are going to make my use of Mr. Henderson very angry. He's a full branch manager. Great. Another religious nut. <laughs> I'd say welcome, friend. But not here, not like this. I don't even know what I'm doing here. You believe in the users? Yeah, sure. If I don't have a user, then who wrote me? That's what you're doing here. Master Control Program's been snapping up all us programs who believe. If he thinks you're useful, he takes over all your functions so he gets bigger. And if he can't use you, he sends you down here to the game grid to get the bits blasted out of you. Yeah. I think Tron, to this day, 36 years later, is a wonder. I remember watching, when I first watched this movie... I remember being so blown away by it and enjoying it so much. Mm-hmm. I, re- I would rem- I remember I would after watching him Tron, I would go take a frisbee yeah. and start pegging people with it. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't you do beer yet, motherfucker? <laughs> I remember here's the thing with Tron, because when it came out in eighty two, um I was told my uncle had gone to see it and he's like, Listen, I don't really know if you're gonna like this. I know that you like sci fi, you like computers, you love video games. This movie is confusing as 
hell. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it made perfect sense. And to me. my uncle was about oh god, Christ, he must he was about twenty seven at the time, um, twenty six, you know, twenty seven, twenty eight at the time. And he was like, listen, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. It's kind of confusing. It doesn't know what it wants to be. And I was like, okay, all right. I saw it about four years later. I rented it on, you know, that big, thick VHS. Yeah. And I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I understand what he was talking about. Um, and then, as an adult, this movie makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things, though, I I don't think a child can appreciate Tron the way an adult can appreciate as Tron. Chi- as a child, yeah. you appreciate the, the, visual. the visuals cool. and the action. Yeah. Yeah. But as you get older, you understand and you appreciate the underlying themes behind. And the there's movie. so much stuff in that movie that, that just the the layeredness of this movie. Which when we talk about Tron Legacy, I mean Tron Legacy and pissed me off compared to how good Tron ultimately became. I mean, first of all, I want to talk about one thing about Tron that no one really talks about. Except I read this great article about a month or two ago. Wendy Carlos's score for Tron. Mm. is oh. fantastic electronic music. Very, very, avant, very avant-garde for yes. 1982. I didn't realize that she actually did um, she did the music for A Clockwork Orange, mm-hmm. which is very similar in terms of that electronic yeah. uh, Beethoven. I also just found out, too, she's trans. Oh. Yeah, so which was interesting. She's been Wendy Carlos for like 40 years, but um, yeah, this movie is just... And I, just I just remember there was a big deal about like a four, like a 10, 20 second cutscene that everybody was talking about. It's just basically a, a scene where they're on the on the sail barge yeah. and they get attacked by spiders. Yeah. By these electronic spiders. That they didn't make the final cut. You know? Yeah. It's like, I remember that when they showed the spiders and when I saw it as a 14 year old, the spiders looked, that, that's the worst effect in, in the entire movie because it was tor- pure hand drawn animation. It right. didn't, didn't really fit well, with the rest of the they, movie. They made a big deal of it because when the in the, the in the theatrical cut, you see the spiders. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's cut, and you don't see them anymore. Yeah. See them anymore. Right. And that like twenty seconds kind of fills in. Okay, what happened with the spiders? Right. I just that this I mean, the color the fact that it's shot in black and white. Yeah. And I, then they over you know then they they insert the color afterwards. I still hold that the light cycle scene is the, the effects still hold up today. That looks gorgeous. Sound oh, the sound editing oh, that, in that, that movie that, is fantastic. Like, yeah. I mean, the sound, just the sound, like, just when they're walking, you can hear, like, the footsteps, that, like, yeah. electronic echo to them. But just, and, but just on a conceptual basis, this idea that there's this whole society right. inside your computer. And I do like that, though, that there are, char- there are characters in there. They're like, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a home financial yeah, yeah, exactly. program. I, you know. I also think there's a very... Is the not this not trying legacy was a sequel, but the other sequel was very very different tone. Okay, uh, the Big Lebowski because <laughs> no. it's the same character. Yeah. He just you walks know, around like he's stoned the entire time. You know what the actual spiritual successor to uh, Tron is? What? It's not Tron Legacy. It's Wreck It Ralph. It is. It is. It truly is. God, I can't. They got to stop showing trailers though. Yeah, they got to stop. I don't want to see any more until I see the movie. Actually, they they made a video game, not uh, like a, an actual like a first person shooter, and in like the late nineties, early two thousands yeah. for the PC yeah. called uh, uh, Discs of Tron. No, no, not it's, just uh, it's like Tron two or something like that. Yeah, tr uh, two N. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, something like that. It was really good. And I do remember seeing the arcades. Oh, the that arcades. arcade game is a, is beautiful. The cabinet. It's hard as hell, too. Oh, it is. It is. That cabinet, man. Oh, dude. That joystick. Yeah. Oh, that whole thing. That is a work of friggin' art. That, actually, the funny thing is, that's how they get the movie back in the black, was the video game. Oh, really? The, the movie bombed horribly, but... I keep in mind too. This was the summer of ET. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. True. but it was. It's oh god, that that video game saved them. I, I you know I actually showed that one to my kids not too long ago, and they really enjoyed it. I, I gotta watch that one again. I gotta watch it again. And I really wish that had more. Actually, no, I was gonna say I wish it had more representation in the parks. Fuck that. In well, five you, years, yeah. no, actually, in um, four years, we're getting the Tron uh, roller coaster, which I probably won't go on. Oh, oh, I would. No, that, I no. It's essentially what it is, Joe. Space Mountain. The car. Well, the cars are it, set oh, like up. Cycles. Yeah, the cars are set up oh, like. That's like awesome. no, you're, you're like this, right? But not like the the car light cycles, like right. the like the bikes. Yeah. So you strap yourself in that way. There is POV from the from the Shanghai Disney, uh, right? Because that's what they're doing. They're just importing that one. Right. Go go on it. I'm, Look I'm, at apparently it. Apparently, it goes really fast too. <laughs> right for for a Disney roller coaster, but it is just the colors, the colors, man. I gotta, I gotta watch just, again. Just don't, yep. just don't ride on it with LSD. <laughs> right, <laughs> the colors. See, Joe go on the ride with me. I will. Um, oh, yeah, Joe I, likes roller coasters. There you go. And then finally, to close out the eighties, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. The machine works. Do the kids know? Well, yeah, the kids know. That's great! No, it's not that great. Why? I shrunk the kids. What? And the Thompson kids, too. They're about this big. They're in the backyard. What? Threw them out with the trash. Stay here. I'll get the door. Yes? Did uh, you report the missing children? Oh, there must be some mistake. Ours are in the backyard. Right, honey? The surprise hit of 89. This is a fun movie. It, it is a fun it's movie. It's a very fun movie. It really kind of, it is, in, a, in a weird kind of way, kind of saved Disney live action. Yeah. It did. It absolutely did. Um, the, well, it was you a know huge what, hit, too. Yeah, you know oh, what part huge. of the reason why it was such a big hit also? They put a um, Roger Rabbit short at the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, right. that's right. I remember they made a big deal about that. Yeah, that was a big deal. Um, yeah, and that was, that was part of what, I think that was there to sell the movie. Mm. And then people enjoyed enjoyed the movie. That's Joe Johnson, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. Double check that. But that movie, I mean, in a summer that is arguably the best summer summer movie summer ever. Considering what came out that 82, year, 82, 84, and eighty nine are in my in my books the three best summers of the eighties. Yeah, Joe, jo- Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Yeah, Joe Johnson is great with this type of special effect. Oh, Joe Johnson, high concept. Movies. He's just a really solid director. I think he is. He is. But it's just it's a fun movie. Um, it doesn't it doesn't take itself seriously at all. No, not at all. Nope. And I I I mean it's got um uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got Rick yes. Moranis in it. Yeah, Rick. Uh, I love Rick Moranis. And he so works much. so well he, as that hapless genius. Yeah, yeah. the hapless. Yeah. Dad I mean, and when when he has to tell his wife, "Honey, I shrunk the kids." Roll credits. You you buy it. Yeah, he he sells that line. Because it could come off as really cheesy from any other actor. Right, exactly. And, you know, of course, that led to a whole bunch of awful porno titles, so we'll just leave those alone. Well, it also came up, led to a bunch of awful sequels. Well, the the one, there's one sequel which is terrible. No, and then there, the, there, there were two sequels. 
But one was straight to video. And one, and they made a TV series, too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Why would you do that? Oh, Disney <laughs> Channel. Oh, we were flush with Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast cash at that point, weren't we? Yes, they were. Yeah. Oh, God. Lion King has made us blind to our ambitions. <laughs> oh, the we, avarice. We learned all Be the Be prepared. We, we learned all the wrong lessons. Yep. Okay, 1990s. Now, here is where the drop, the absolute... There well, were it's, so it's, it's, it's funny, honey, many. It's, it's funny, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids saved Walt Disney Studios live action. And like you said, all of a sudden they're, they're flush with cash. And then Michael Eisner does his best trying to sink it again. Michael, yep. Yeah, Michael Eisner's just trying to torpedo everything. Can I guarantee it's a sure thing? Well, no, but I don't want to do it. Um, all right, we're going to start in the 90s, 1991's The Rocketeer. What are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? Come on, give me a hand. No, Cliff, no, for God's sake, we haven't tested enough. Look what you did to Lucky Give me, cut it out, cut it out. I'm scared enough as it is. Okay, okay, listen. I reworked the throttle, so just squeeze her like a gas pedal. And if you want to stop, mash down hard and then let go. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. A little luck. How do I look? Like a hood ornament. I love this movie. I, I love this movie. This adore is... this movie. Now, this is based on a comic book, so yes. you can't say it's the same thing as uh, Condor Man. No, but um, it's... Mm, the it's a spy with... Uh, it's a flying spy movie. The, the, the Rocketeer just... It looks good. Again, Joe Johnson. Yeah? yeah. Um, It looks good. Joe Johnson was well good. Joe Johnson, well, Joe Johnson's great for um, period piece, too, because, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger. Wait, I love that movie. Right. He's good for the forties. He, he he really takes that. He the, understands the era and knows, yes. how, knows how to make yeah. it. Work. You want to talk about early day co- uh, comic book accuracy to a costume too? Mm-hmm. That thing looked amazing. I was in love with that costume. And I, I was kind of in love with Jennifer Connelly. Well, well, yeah, well, that's, that's, hey, after uh, a- after Labyrinth, it's like, oh, holy, look what you got! Look at <laughs> two of them, huh? Look at those! Whoa, yeah. <laughs> And it's just, it's a fun Our movie. apologies to Catherine when yeah, she gets back. Exactly. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have any estrogen in the room right now. <laughs> to kind of keep us in check. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is, this is such a beautiful movie. It's just, it's and, just a fun You know what, movie. I don't agree with, with uh, Steve yeah, about it being deeply flawed, but I will agree with him about one thing, the James Horner score, oh. honestly, this is James Horner's best score in my, in, in my mind. I Disagree, but it's a great score. You Which, know, all right, what are, you, what are you going with then? Um, I've got a, I've got a couple of his. Um, uh, Wait, he did. Um, he did Wrath of Khan, right? Yes. Yes, he, he did. did. Okay, that's another good score uh, then. Okay, Field of Dreams. Yep, I love Field of Dreams all and right. uh, Apollo Thirteen. Apollo Thirteen is probably my Apollo Thirteen is great. I, I think that's my favorite. I just think with this one, the fanfare in this is just it is fantastic. Uh, nothing against this. I right. love this score, um, and you know it. it Timothy Dalton is just—he's—he's a—he's a fun villain. What a great way to escape from Bond. Yeah. Be a Nazi villain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just a dashing one too. I mean, this is honestly his best work. Oh God, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, well, if you don't count Hot Fuzz. Okay, which I don't. Okay. I don't, I'm not as big an uh, Edgar Wright as you guys are, so. Yeah. All right, moving on. Okay, this newsies. I've never actually seen the movie with Christian Bale. Uh, John loves it. Yep. I've never Diane seen likes, it. Diane this is movie. one of these things. Disney did a lot of musicals yeah. back in yeah. uh, back in this time. I smell 
seen this don't care really yeah. it went to broadway yeah it's, it's done very well in broadway actually yeah it, it, um yeah based it's, on a true story yeah oh, yeah, yeah it the, is yeah. Well, 1920s 1920s when the news uh newspaper boys yeah newspaper boys yep um all right then uh the sequel that mike didn't bring up yet honey i blew up the kid i, I was not a fan of this one. It's okay, you know. It's, okay. It, it, it's a decent sequel. It's, no, it's nowhere near as good as the first one. Yeah, I, I watched the, it and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go buy, back and watch Shrunk the Kids again. <laughs> um, and then, oh boy, this is this. You, you were a child of the '90s if you didn't unapologetically love the uh, the Mighty Ducks. I love the Mighty Ducks. They, they spawned an actual NHL team. Yeah, so, which won a Stanley Cup. Yes, yes they how did. fucked up is that? No, actually, when they got rid of the Mighty, though, they were just the Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, they actually, they, but it's funny, they, as for a throwback, I think a couple of years ago, maybe last season, they went to a throwback, they actually went with the Mighty Ducks uniform. Oh, God. I'll have you know, Peter, that the duck is one of the most noble, agile, and intelligent creatures of the animal kingdom. But they're wimpy. They don't even have teeth. Neither do hockey players. <laughs> have you guys ever seen a flock of ducks flying in perfect formation? It's beautiful. Pretty awesome, the way they all stick together. Ducks never say die. Ever seen a duck fight? No way. Why? Because the other animals are afraid. They know that if they mess with one duck, they got to deal with the whole flock. This is one of these it's, it's movies a, it's that... It's a good movie, though. As I was a college student when these came out, so I really couldn't appreciate him as much as someone like yourself, Mike, who was a, uh, you know... High school kid. Elementary school. Hell, I, even, I d- even didn't mind the sequel... Really? I thought the sequel was still it was still it was a fun one. I I've never seen the third one. Hmm. Wasn't this like the last thing Emilio Estevez did before he kind of disappeared? Fell off obscurity? the face of the planet, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, and the sequels are just oh, the third one. But the thing, garbage. The thing, the thing is, this movie kind of spawned the whole kind of kids sports. I left so many Disney kids sports movies. Off of this list because they oh, all yeah. just they're essentially all ripoffs of right. um, the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks, the Big Green, <laughs> with Smalls. It was Smalls, yeah. Well, it wasn't and, Smalls, but it was. The well, guy. yeah, but the the picture, the poster was him just getting like you know the ball in his nutty. nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's that 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 big round stupid face with the two black eyes that he never grew out of. <laughs> he was on he was on an episode of Glow. Oh god! And it's like, oh my god, you look the same. Killing me, Smalls. Well, you saw that picture I posted of when you found that kid wearing this shirt. Yeah. But he didn't recognize that it was oh, yeah. the same that character. But, yeah, but yeah, he's got like two black eyes. Like, oh my God, dude. That kid is just, he was an ugly kid turned into an ugly adult. You know, it's just. I mean, but there are, there are a lot of really fun moments in, in, in the first movie. Right, least, exactly. Right? I think one of the Mighty Ducks guys was just recently featured on John Oliver as being a. Um, like a Bitcoin scam artist. Oh, good God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. 
Um, all right, then uh, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. I never saw this never one. Saw I just this. remember that the voice acting was just so just all right. Just show up, say your lines, leave. Michael J. Michael J. Michael Fox. J. Fox, Sally Field, oh, and Robert, yes. uh, and um, is it Donna Michi or Robert Mitchum? I mm. it was one of the two. Old man, I think it was Donna Michi actually. Oof. Oh, I, I, I yeah, Don, uh, Robert Mitchum does not sound yeah, that's right. Yeah, Homeward Bound, Incredible Journey. Yep, there you go. Try to find it, Mike. Uh, well, I can look into the sequel. They use the same names. Yeah, that's true. Voice by Ralph White. Oh wait, replacing Don Amici, who died in nineteen ninety three. Ah, there so we it go. So it was Don Amici. All right. Original. That was kind of right. Yeah. Never saw this one. Never saw um, it. I I saw it, and it you know it. it it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, the the ending makes me cry every single time. Oh, no. Oh. It, it's home. but it, it's a happy cry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, but what? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Keep going. Well, excuse me, Mister. I don't have a happy thought in my heart. <laughs> go away. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. It's 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 a fun movie. It's you know it's it has its moments. All right. Now, in my opinion. One of the most overrated movies on this list. Oh my god. I have never seen this movie. Shut the fuck up about Hocus Pocus. Oh, it's still. I, I can't really say anything bad. John loves it. I know John loves it. I know a lot of people love this movie. I know, know a lot movie, of people. But, my sister loves it. But it's this just movie. one of these things that's just like, oh, it's not that good of a movie to begin with. Why do you all love. Why did it make this big comeback? Why do you want this? I love. You know, that's actually one of my, my joys in life. You know, it's just like when people are like, Hey, by the way, they've announced that this uh, that Hocus Pocus is getting a sequel. Why? No, no, that's actually not true. This is fake. This was, this article was written four years ago. It's Bet, not happening. Bette Midler is in there. It's because, yeah, because it's, it's Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy. Honestly, I the thing I remember Kathy Najimy from uh, the most from is uh, Sister Act. Right, I remember her from Soap Dish because she was awesome in that. Yeah, she was awesome, sister. Everybody's awesome in soap dish, so it's just I just I don't get this one. I really don't. I mean, it's this is definitely one of those kids that are product of the '90s kind of things. Oh God, yeah, you you had an awesome childhood in the '90s if you watched this movie. I, Did I, I really though? No, no, I was in college. I was in college. And, um, I was usually high all the time. Probably get my heart broken too. So uh, fuck off with your hocus pocus. Me- mentally, I keep getting this one confused with the witches. I can agree Jackie with that. Which, by the way, isn't that a Disney movie? Uh, that for some odd reason didn't show up on this list? I don't think All so. I know is it starred the kid from uh, Erie, Indiana. Okay. Well, I mean, the, the other problem with this movie, too, it came out in the summer. It's a this Halloween is, is movie a Halloween that movie. came out... No, it came out in the summer, I know, though. No, I know, I know. But it's but a Halloween movie, yeah. and yeah, it's just one of those weird, like... No wonder it didn't do well. You didn't mm. release it at the right time. What movie did go do well is the next one. Cool almost. Runnings. Let me tell you something, Rasta. I didn't come up here to forget who I am and where I come from. And neither did I. I'm just trying to be the best I can be. So am I. And the best I can be is Jamaican. Look. The reason I've known you since Julie Jeffries asked to see you dingling. And I'm telling you as a friend. If we look Jamaican... Walk Jamaican, talk Jamaican, and is Jamaican. Then we show as hell better bobsled Jamaican. I love this movie. I really, really love this movie. I mean, it's got John Candy. It's got John Candy. You can't go wrong with John. Last roles. Yeah, he was dead by the time the year was out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, this isn't a bad movie. I mean, it's it's one of those things that you have to ignore the fact that they glossed over so, so much, much of the, the actual, actual facts. Yeah. But well, you know, it's, geez, it's, Disney it's, never does that. Well, no movie ever does that. Mm. It's it's. I mean, it's. Just, I mean, that's you're, you're going to have to accept that. You take the good, you take the bad, you take both, and there you have the cool yeah. runnings. Um, <laughs> Charming. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen this movie in forever. Every now and then I'll watch this one again because yeah. it, it's just it's you know you know they, it's a Disney sports movie so right. you kind of know what you're gonna get but actually it does put a, put a twist on that with uh, by using the actual events of the ending right um, and it's feel good right now I remember I remember the '88 Olympics when this happened that was yeah. a big deal was Jamaica were gonna do the uh, bobsledding um all right next up. Saw this in the theater. I, I like this you, movie. Did, did you Three Musketeers? I oh like my this God. movie. This was back when they were really trying to replicate the success of uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, God, yeah. that's right. This, I just... We went back and watched this movie, Mike. This movie has aged poorly. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but so, so, did, so did Robin Hood. Right, so exactly, Robin Hood. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I was never really a big fan of um, Tim, Tim Curry as... Richelieu, Cardinal Richelieu. Yeah. Yes. The uh... <laughs> which kind, of, which kind of, which is kind of sad because he's actually you would think he'd be perfect for the role. And, and he'd be a hammy villain. I also wasn't a big fan of Chris O'Donnell as D'Artagnan. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Chris O'Donnell in quite anything. honestly anything. But um, Athos, Porthos, Naramis, Kiefer Sutherland, um, uh, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt's the only one who looks like he's actually having a good time doing the movie. And... Keeper Sutherland phoned this thing. Yeah, in but Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Considering it's Oliver Platt, he's probably going to enjoy being in any movie. And, yeah. And who? Who's the third one? Uh, it's Charlie Sheen. Charlie, it Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. It's young guns with swords. Right. I mean, Oliver Platt was at this point pretty much just every role was his role in Flatliners. Basically, yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I really, really enjoyed those three, and Becca De Mornay was freaking hot. Yeah. yeah, no. Well, I mean, by this this morning, time, is always hot. No, by, by this time, she was kind of losing her luster a little bit. Yeah, it's just, she it's she one of those things that it's just, it's such a, seeing as what Disney is capable of doing when you do have big budget period pieces later on down the line, this movie is just like, a, oh, I forgot that was a Disney movie. I, yeah, I, but I, you I know what? It's not, it's, not, it's not fair to compare the Three Musketeers to something like, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, exactly. It's really not fair. No, it, it's yeah, not. No. It isn't. Because, again, this is um, 95. I mean, you no, can, it is 93. You're right. You can tell that it, I mean, there's very little of the actual book in this movie. But it's still enjoyable. I, I still have a lot of fun with this movie. It was on TV not too long ago in Autumn and I watched this. Oh, this is, I apologize to the wigs in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another one. Well, Angels like in opinion, the man. Outfield. Uh, Which ESPN does these parody 30 for 30s, and they had a great one for this. It's like, yeah, this was the year that the Angels never once had a road game. <laughs> Every game was played in, in, in Anaheim. <laughs> um, this was Christopher Lloyd, wasn't it? Christopher Lloyd, and, and, Tony uh, Danza, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Um, too old for this shit. <laughs> well, not in this movie, he wasn't. <laughs> oh, God, this is just one of those... I, I just remember at the end, like everyone was just up and flapping their they arms like that, wings. Mike, they showed that in the goddamn trailer. Yeah, there's yeah. such a thing as spoiler alerts. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell that to Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. All right. Two. All right. 
the Santa Claus and subsequent sequels. This Christmas, Scott Calvin's getting into the spirit the only way he can. Hey, you! Uh, 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 uh. Whoa! By accident. If something should happen to me, put on my suit, the reindeer will know what to do. He's Santa! You killed him! Did not. Check out Santa's sleigh! When you put on the suit, he fell subject to the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus? What does that mean? It means you put on the suit, you're the big guy. The first one was cute. The first one is cute, but the it's... The original, the premise was original, but... This is original. It's a bad movie, though. I've seen bits and pieces of the first one. I've never seen. It. It's just, uh, it's just so the jokes are lazy, and essentially it just comes down to ha ha fatty. Yeah, it's really what it comes down to. It, they were they were trying to bank on t- uh, Tim Allen's uh, home improvement popularity. Right, exactly. Which by this We're time was already kind of on its way out. Yeah. Exactly. Oh God, I just because I have to say this title, Operation Dumbo Drop. Moving on. Yep. <laughs> um, 101 and subsequently 102 Dalmatians starring Glenn Close as Cruella DeVille this was, this was like their first attempt to to do a movie to do an action of their one actually they did one that we didn't really mention um, The Jungle Book with Jason Scott Lee oh yeah. that's right 1994 right yeah. exactly which wasn't anything really like um, like like the one that would come out later right. on that we haven't talked about yet this is just one of those weird movies that I think the controversy over dog adoption yeah. overshadowed the actual movie itself. It's yeah, as a I, movie. I've, I've never seen it, but I've seen enough clips of Glenn Close's Cruella Deville to know that she wasn't hamming up nearly as much in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as she was in this movie. No, exactly. I mean, they were equally done for a paycheck, but the scenery in this movie must have been delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I get to admit, I this was a Suncoast. Uh, Constant for us, and we love this movie. Playing this movie, George of the Jungle. Ah, uh, Brendan Fraser. Where Brendan have you been? F- yeah, I don't know, but this is just- he's mis- he's playing uh, Robot Man in uh in uh, the Doom Patrol. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll believe that when that when that platform launches. <laughs> um, so fuck Batman. I think I think that this is just, it's it's a fun movie for what it is. Um, he he's game. He's having a good time with it. That's yeah, all I'm going to say about that. It's a well, fun. Again, you know, this is part of his like Encino Man Uber. You know, uh, uh, Looney Tunes. That was much later. Really? Yeah. Wow. That was like mid. That was mid two thousands. Yeah. Wow. He hasn't had a hit in a long time. No, it's been a while. It, it's the, been a the while. Mummy. All right, Air Bud. Yeah. Airbud always comes up whenever anybody talks about like a political rule. It's like, well, it's the Airbud rule. Uh, the, the rules say you can't have a dog playing basketball. Yeah, I, I, technically. Nobody I said don't... I couldn't funnel campaign funds to use hush money. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think Airbud. I don't think Disney released this one though. And it did. This was from Walt Disney Pictures. Uh, um, Flubber. I've never seen it. It's no, bad. It. This is just Robin Williams at. You know, sobriety was a tough thing for him. Uh, well, his live-action oeuvre is just so hidden. So, this is just a bad movie. This was all based on animation um, of the Flubber dancing, yeah. which doesn't really show up at all. No. There's not a whole lot of it in the movie. And it was just essentially, this was for marketing. This was essentially McDonald's marketing. Hmm. All right, 2000s. 
Princess Diaries 1 and 2. Never seen them. I will admit the Princess Diaries 1 has got some charm to it because Julie Andrews is just goddamn awesome and everything. It's Julie Andrews, yeah. The funniest, well, the takeaway from this movie, and again, you want to talk about generating controversy, was in order for her to be pretty, she had to straighten out her curly hair. It's Anne Hathaway. She's beautiful no matter what. But straighten out her hair, though. Oh, yeah, sure, why not, yeah. Um, Snow Dogs, and the only reason why I bring this one up is because it's the movie that destroyed Cuba Gooding Jr.'s career. Yeah, didn't oh, he make this definitely. one right after he won after the Oscar? Reagan, after after he won this was like Oscar. three years later. It was like three years later, but this is what happens to Oscar winners who just think that they can carry any movie because, like, Boat Trip was also the same year. Oh. And now he's doing direct-to-DVD. Yeah. Well, he played O.J. Simpson in The People vs. O.J. Simpson. And that did nothing for his career. And it didn't do anything for everyone else except for Travolta, but... Um, Alright, the very first... If anyone were to ask you what's the first Disney movie based on a Disney World ride, The Country Bears. But if they ask you what's the first good movie well, made, yeah, that's, that's going to be our next one. Up, yeah. Oh, boy. This is... We saw a coming attraction for this in front of... I think it might have been Lilo and Stitch. We were watching Lilo and Stitch. And it's like, coming soon to theaters. And it's like every like early... 2000s like teen like the kid the brother had like every the look of every teenager that yeah. movies uh, producers thought the teenagers looked like yeah I, I I think I my reaction to this movie was pretty much the same as everyone else we saw the trailer and it was like nope move on come again because no one saw that yep. movie all right but the next one we're gonna have to park here for a bit but not too long because we are running super long yeah um. Pirates of the Caribbean. But there's no ship that can match the interceptor for speed. I've heard of one. It's supposed to be very fast, nigh uncatchable. The Black Pearl. <laughs> well, there's no real ship that can match the interceptor. Black Pearl is a real ship. No, no it's not. Yes, it is. I've seen it. You've seen it? Yes. You haven't seen it? Yes, I have. You've seen a ship with black sails that's crewed by the dam and captained by a man so evil that hell itself spat him back out. No. Which I, I like. Caribbean, I like. Sorry. I like more. I like the entire series more than most people do. The only one I'm. I enjoyed one. On the I enjoyed two. I love one. I, yeah, I loved one. I, I enjoyed two. Love one. I enjoyed two. Number three lost me. Oh, number three is just so goddamn depressing. I enjoy three. And then I didn't oh, watch. I haven't like, watched four and five. Four is terrible. I, There's I, I, one I, genuinely good shot in four where the mermaids take the ship down. Yeah, and I haven't seen five. Five. I, I really enjoyed five. I, I heard that was five t- is okay. Five is more return to form, but. You gotta get to that point though, where is is it worth keeping Johnny Depp on your payroll? No. To be honest, the best thing about Five was um, Ed, uh, not Ed Rush, it's, um, Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Well, Jeffrey Rush is great. Ba- all Jeffrey of Rush and Barbosa is by far the standout of. He the honestly, five. if you if you just break down, you know, once you kind of forget the Jack Sparrow isms, mm-hmm. Barbosa may be the best character in the in in the first I, movie. I don't disagree. I think he's fantastic. I mean. You know, Will and Elizabeth are ciphers. Pretty much, they're just kind of there, yeah. to mo- not I, even move the I do, action. I do like their story. The the story that they goes e- even into five. I heard that that comes back into five. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen five, so but I, that first I, movie. I, I, but number, number one, the first movie was a revelation. Oh, the first it was. 
Because they did something that no one was able to do before, which is to take a movie based on a theme park attraction and make a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember that for the teaser trailer, Lost Us. Because it was just like they had the ocean and all that from Walt Disney, you know, coming next summer from Walt Disney Pictures. And, I mean, and, they, had, and, they, had, and they had like the one, like the, the skeleton. And then they had like the skeleton foot walking. Yeah. And I'm like, that looks cheesy. I don't want to see this movie. But the but word of first, mouth. But then you see that first scene of Jack Sparrow oh, yeah. coming into into uh, into a port. Oh yeah, as, as a boat sinking. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah, I'm, that, okay, I'm in. That's the perfect. It's a great way to introduce the character. Yeah. Uh, it's so fun. I mean, I, I definitely think that that that's played out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's just so played out right now. But you don't you don't need to see it ever again. But oh my God, it's just this is. I mean, this is required viewing. Yeah, the, the, the Curse of the Black Pearl is required viewing. It is. It is easily one of the best Disney movies ever. Right, I think. I agree. I agree. It's also one of their most lucrative too. Yeah. All right, National Treasures one and two. I enjoyed National Treasure. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it too. The first you know, one. It, it's a, it's a rare treat when you get a good Nicolas Cage movie. Yes, I own the first one. I've actually never watched it. Really? It's yeah, a, it's a very enjoyable. I, I've it's heard good. that. You know, and, and, you know, it, it's it's fun for me as somebody who, who who like enjoys history as a his, kind of a history buff. I enjoyed it just because of a lot of the nods to history and everything. Like right. That, yeah. so. I feel like these are like the Da Vinci movies, the Dan Brown, but the good for the, Vinci. yeah, but good for families. Oh, okay. You know, for yeah. older kids, you know, for you know, teenagers yeah, and I, stuff like that. I, I don't mind. They're, I mean, they're they're fun movies. That I mean, and, they and do you get to see Nicolas Cage kind of ham it up, but have fun with it. And yeah, stuff like that, not like you know, <laughs> not, not where he's hamming it up and not having fun with it. Which well, is no, where, no, where he's movies. hamming it up, doing the whole going full, full, going full method. Yeah, you know. All right, I have the next movie. I have a lot more fun with it than I thought they would. I the Sky High. I was actually yeah. I, I thought I was going to like this movie more than I did um, Sky High. What have we here? Uh, well, I don't know. I do it. You're far too modest, Mr. Stronghold. But perhaps not modest enough. Miss Grayson, in the future, please allow the students to succeed or fail on their own. How did you do that? I'm a technopath. I can control technology with my mind. Wow, all I can do is punch stuff. <laughs> Yet he'll be the one on cereal boxes. Show me the justice in that. Miss Fernandez, kindly thaw out Mr. Hellman. I, I, I was the opposite. I didn't think I'd like the movie as much as I did. I thought it was going to be, you know, it looked like a lot of fun. I just felt like there are some areas and it just, they just squandered. It's like, it's a great idea. I, 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 I it, it felt like a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. But it, Felt like a good Disney Channel original movie for right. me, and it, it, it brought it introduced us to Daniel Panabaker. Yep, who now is in the Flash. Yep. Um, where are uh, we? Chronicles oh. are one and two. Okay, yeah. Well, let's well, let's be honest. Nobody talks about two. No. It's all right. It's Prince fun. Caspian. Yeah, it's no, still no, a fun no, movie. Nobody. No, no. It's still a good movie. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is so good, though. It is, though. I mean, that's the thing. It it's is. like they managed to do the impossible and take this this book, which is, you know, like, believe it, it's very short. Yeah. I mean, I blew through this book in a night. Yeah. You have a traitor in your midst, Aslan. His offense was not against you. 
Have you forgotten the laws upon which Narnia was built? Do not cite the deep magic to me, witch. I was there when it was written. Then you'll remember well that every traitor belongs to me. His blood is my property. Try and take him then. Do you really think that mere force will deny me my right? And, but they also cast the only person that they po- could have possibly cast as the White Witch. Oh, yeah. Tilda Swinton Tilda Swin is, is so good in this. You couldn't have cast anyone else. She is the White Witch. Well, the other thing with this thing, too, is that... I mean, the only real reference I had other than the book was an animated movie that came out, I think, in like the late 70s. Yeah. And that's all I knew of it. And I just, it was very hard to follow and all that. I think they did a better job... You know, with the, the, oh, first of all, the movie, the one thing I like about the movie is, like, the, the forces of evil, the harpies and everything, yeah. are just disturbing Yeah, how evil they look and how that could really frighten a kid. Yeah. Um, and Liam Neeson is Aslan. Oh, the, 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 the voice of Liam, Nees- Liam Neeson is just always a good thing. Yeah. And the kids. The kids were fine. Yeah. The kids were not annoying. I just find it funny. It's like, here are your two good-looking kids. Here are your two weird-looking kids. Yeah, Ed, 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 Edmund. Well, oh, Edmund looks like a young black adder. <laughs> and, um, I mean, Lucy I, just is like you're not. You're gonna grow up to be an ugly adult, aren't you? I, I wasn't big on the character of Edmund, but that's because I the character of the Edmund is is meant to be not like he's, right. yeah, exactly. he's not likable at all. Sold yeah. his family down the river for Turkish delight. Hey, but that's good Turkish delight. I've never eaten Turkish Me delight. I've always wanted to. Yeah. In fact, we saw it when it we were in London. Delicious. We were in London right before the movie came out, and I'm like, oh, that's Turkish delight. Maybe next time. <laughs> I've still never eaten it, so. Um, all right, Mike, you brought up the rookie. Yeah, um, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Um, okay. Uh, Inspirational sports movie. Well, based on actual Shopping. events. Yeah. Um, but they it, did a lot of these in the two thousands. Like, remember the Titans? Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a it's a good movie. I mean, Dennis Quaid was is is a great everyman. Yeah. Um, then holes. Yeah, I took that one out because yeah, okay. it's Shia LaBeouf. It's a good movie. Yep. And then another one of those inspirational true stories, Miracle. Yeah. Which I saw in theaters. Hey, and Kurt, then Kurt Russell is perfect as Kurt. High School Musical 3. And the reason why we never brought the other two is because those, those, those were made on TV. Yeah, those were those made for TV. on TV. This is the only one that get released in the theaters and it bombed horrifically. And I'm going to make an admission. I think it's got good music. Okay. I, in fact, I think the music of all three. Who did the music? Did you know? Uh, well, uh, the movie was directed by Kenny Ortega. Right, Kenny Ortega does. Is, he's a choreographer, though. He's not yeah. a musician. All right. While we're doing that, let's let's talk quickly about the 2010s because we really need to wrap this show up. Yeah. Tron Legacy, a horrific disappointment. In my yeah. eyes. I really wanted to like this movie, I and I too, could man. not like it. I enjoyed it, um, but the, the the young the young uh, Jeff Bridges always, which is which is the, funny when you can see when you compare it to like. Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War. Yeah, right. The, the clue effect is was not great for me. But other than that, I thought the movie was fun. I mean, yep. it, it wasn't trying, but it was still an entertaining ride. It was yeah, it was an admirable attempt to try to bring us back to that world, but it was just so convoluted. Right. Yeah. The Muppets. Sir, um, but my brother Walter has some really disturbing news for you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, not now, ladies, robot. Might I offer you a drink? Tab. Good grief. New Coke. Now listen, not right now, ladies robot, please. Bummer. Oh. Watch out Gag for the... me with a spoon. Head for the door. Grody to the max. Ow. 
Ow. I'm really sorry about that. Ow. Walter, uh, <clears throat> uh, what, what were you saying? So good. I, I went so to, Autumn and I went to go see this movie. I, from start to finish, I had a smile on my face the entire oh, yeah. time. This, honestly, may be my favorite Muppet movie. It's not my favorite, but it's up there. It's in my top it's, three. It's hard, well, it's hard for me to compare them also to the two nostalgic classics of uh, Muppet movie and Great Muppet Caper. I like it more yeah. than Great Muppet Caper. I don't like it as much as a Muppet movie. Ah. And I think I like um, Muppet Christmas Carol more than this one. Okay. But that one was not on the list because that one's only distributed by Disney, not produced. Right. John Carter, proving once and again oh. that Taylor Kitsch cannot carry a movie. Apparently, the movie was good, though. A lot of people who... They're a, they're a lot I think of it's people, a lot of those movies. They're apologists. A lot of, no, a lot of people yeah. I trust say it was a good movie, but they, they completely blew the marketing. Gotcha. Completely. Which they did. Oz the Great and Powerful. I enjoyed yeah. it. It was a fun movie. I could have done without Zach Braff's character, who was a monkey. I like the monkey. Okay. Um, the Lone Ranger. Never saw it. Bond. Oh, and the horrific Bond. And this you know one what? was bad. It was a bad there, movie. There are redeeming qualities to this movie, but not enough to make it a good movie. Right. And the, the end. Just the very end where he does the high hold silver. He's, Don't ever do that again. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, um... Saving Mr. Banks. This is the rest of your team. This is Dick and Bob Sherman, music and lyrics voice. The one and only Mrs. P.L. Travers, the creator of our beloved Mary. Poppins. Who else? Mary Poppins. Never, ever just met. Pleasure to meet you. Oh, oh. Yeah, we shan't be acquainted for very long. Why is that? Because these books simply do not lend themselves to chirping and prancing. No. Certainly not a musical. Now, where is Mr. Disney? I should so much like to get this started and finished as briskly as is humanly possible. Perhaps someone can point me in his direction. I'd be so grateful. Thank you. We kind of talked about this when we were talking about Mary Poppins. I think Tom Hanks, no one else could have played Walt Disney. No. Yeah. Well, just like he's going to play Mr. Rogers. Right. And no one else. And it's Tom Hanks. Nobody, yeah, nobody's going to dispute that. Wasn't it Tom Hanks' son that plays Mr. Rogers? Oh, that was a skit. That was a Mr. Con. No, he's actually going to play Mr. Rogers in, in yeah. a movie. For no, no, in a, in, a, in a drunk history. Oh. They had... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, his Tom, son, Colin Hanks, yeah. Tom, uh, Colin Hanks play uh, Mr. Rogers. Um, Emma Thompson is so good in this. And the, the funny thing is, they got a lot of like the little Waltisms right. Like, he never wanted to see people in public seeing him smoke. Oh, yeah. So it's... every time they would come into his office, he was always stubbing out a cigarette, because he was a horrific chain smoker. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what killed him. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? You know who's underrated in this movie? Colin Farrell. Absolutely. As, as, um... As, as her dad. Uh, as yeah, Travis' dad. So Into the Woods. Never seen it. Never um, seen the, it. The, 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 the stage version is much better, but this is a serviceable musical. He's a very smart prince. He's a prince who prepares. Knowing this time I'd run from him. He spread pitch on the stairs. And I'm caught on unawares. Well, it means that he cares. This is more than just malice. Better stop and take stock while you're standing here stuck on the steps of the palace. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, Maleficent. Never seen it. Dog shit. Really? It's bad. It's just, it tries to rewrite the story. It's like a, it's like it happens in between the beats of Sleeping Beauty to give you... Because Maleficent's not really evil. Maleficent's not really evil. She was done wrong. She's misunderstood. Right. She was done wrong 
Because essentially at the end, spoiler alert everybody, True Love's kiss didn't come from Prince Charming or Prince Philip. It came from Maleficent because she was the one who was like her fairy godmother. God. Yeah. Okay. On. But on the flip side, Cinderella, which I have not seen, but I've heard is really good. It won an Oscar for costumes. I, I've, I've seen. I've seen. I, I another one I own. I haven't watched all yep. the way, but I've seen enough of it. Like I've seen enough clips to know. Yeah. This is actually a pretty solid. I mean, uh, what, what's Kenneth Branagh. This is Kenneth Branagh directed it. Um, is, uh, who played Cinderella in this one? Ro- uh, Rose, someone. She was on um, Downton Abbey. Yeah. She's really good. I mean, she's just good, a good actress. And, it was funny because we were just watching Ocean's Eight. And Lily James, huh? Lily James. Lily James. That's right, Lily James. Um, but we just watched Ocean's Eight, and Kate Blanchett and uh, Helena Bonham Carter yeah. were in that. They're also in this. Yeah. And the irony is in Cinderella, you know, Cinderella, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh's marriage to uh, Emma Thompson, who we did a Harry Potter movie with. Uh, was destroyed by Helena Bonham Carter. Uh-oh. Really? Yep. Tomorrowland. Never actually seen this movie. It, wanted, I wanted to see it, and then I heard it was just not good. I I I I, I saw it in theaters. Uh-huh. I own it. Uh, the first two acts are so good. The third act, um, kind of it kind of loses. Gotcha. It. It, it's still good. I, I still rec- would recommend watching it. It, it, it it's just yeah. Gotcha. Watch out for the third yep. act. Um, the jung- uh, the Jungle Book. I can't help but notice there's this strange odor today. What is it? The scent that I'm on. I almost, almost think it was some kind of man cub. Mowgli belongs to my pack, Shere Khan. Mowgli. They've given it a name. John Favreau's, yeah. It, it, so, Have you seen the Jungle Book, Joe? No. This so is amazing. this is one you should watch. This is so good. The Jungle Book is so well done when you consider the whole thing was essentially done in a warehouse in Los Angeles. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, the kid who plays Mowgli is so good because this could have been he could have just been overly precocious to the point where you want to punch the kid in the balls and just yeah. watch him go, especially, why? Especially considering he's acting against nothing, nothing yeah. for the entire movie. He's acting in nothing against nothing. And again, this is this the voice acting in this. Ben Kingsley, uh, Bill Murray, yeah. uh, Idris Elba. And Christopher Walken. And Christopher, well, Christopher Walken stuff is honestly the weakest stuff in the entire I, I movie. Agree. Because I agree. Like, why are you breaking into song? I even, yeah. I even don't mind. I, I think that it was a good uh, choice for Scott Johansson as cop. I, I agree completely. I think she did a great because her voice is hypnotic to begin with. <laughs> yeah. But okay. The, the, yes, you can wrap your coils around me and then swallow me whole. Um, <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> We're gonna. All right. Um, Alice in Wonderland and Alice Through the Looking Glass. Alice I did yeah. not care for either of these movies. I thought really? Alice in Wonderland was had moments but in the general yeah it, it was like because I'm a huge Tim Burton fan and this is really the first movie where I kind of felt let down by him I thought it really felt, it felt too Tim Burton-y I, uh, well in, in moments I agree I agree and I, Alan Rickman as, as the caterpillar though was fantastic yeah, the voice I'm not going to fault any of the voice acting yeah. I and again Helena Bonham Carter um, is great 
as the Queen of Hearts in this. I yes. love because the way that they designed her as being you know, the yeah, look, giant head, yeah, right. like Lewis Carroll head, yeah. yeah, like like Lewis Carroll had had in the books. Um, it, it, there were moments where it was really good. It, again, it's a good looking movie, but it's just it's nonsense when it's just it's it's not the retelling of Alice in Wonderland. It's Alice goes back to Wonderland and essentially has the same story. Yeah. yeah. So, was... and I I don't think. Any of us have seen or heard good things about Through the Looking Glass. I've seen Through the Looking Glass. Um, it's it's on Netflix. Um, it's, it's not good. Yeah, it is hard. not good. Um, partly because they make they make the Mad Hatter because they managed to get Johnny Depp. They make the Mad Hatter such a large part of the story when it's Alice's story to begin with. Yeah, and even if it's not Alice's story, it's the story of the two sisters, the yeah. white the White Queen. And uh, the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. Um, so that really just it takes away from it because you've got the biggest star in the world as this one character. We have to give him more stuff. That always works out. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Um, the big fucking giant. <laughs> I don't think it was actually called that. No, it's just called the BFG. Never seen it. Never seen it. I saw it. It's it's very charming. I know. My daughter loves the book. I, I think Sophia loves the book too, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, and David they, and, and, and Diane took Sophia to go see it, and I guess she enjoyed it, but it wasn't like it's it's fun. I mean, it, it it's really really well done, especially the animation because they do a good job of getting the, the character faces for the actors. Mm-hmm. Like when when you're seeing you know the BFG talking, it, it is Mark Rylance, and yeah. you can see that in his eyes and stuff like that, and the other. Um, the other people playing giants, especially Jermaine Clement, mm-hmm. you can see that in their faces. Well, I mean, Spielberg was going to get that right. He knew that. He was going to get that right, yeah. And this is going to go down in history as one of his biggest bombs ever. Yeah. Sadly. Um, all right, the live action Beauty and the Beast. I, we I we love discussed this, this about a week, you know, in our last episode. I love it. I think it's a beautiful looking movie, but it's. I just. I don't forget. I, I don't think it's I a $1.2 billion dollar good. Uh, like Jurassic I, World, I don't. That, that's that's a lot. Um, I don't know if it's that good, but I do like it a lot. I think it's a very good movie. It's there are things about this movie, and again, it, it, we, we talked about this uh, last episode that there's just there's a lot of expositional beats that just did not need to be there, other than to pat out runtime um. and that book, that fucking book <laughs> that takes them anywhere they want. Okay, great. Why didn't you just take them to the village? Well, why would they do that? Because that would end the movie too fast. Well, yeah, I know exactly. You got to pad out the time somehow. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, there I, are good things about this. I think that Luke Evans is fantastic as oh, Gaston. Yeah. Honestly, the best performance in the entire movie. Emma Watson cannot sing. Uh, I thought she was. She obviously they, she's no Paige O'Hara, but I no, thought she was good. But they I they had a they had tables of producers working yeah, on they, her voice. It they, just they, they did not. it's not a natural singing voice. And for someone like Belle, who is supposed to be you know practically perfect in every way, it doesn't work. Dan Stevens is okay. I didn't like. That Oscar bait song that they threw in there was just... Uh, that, well, that's a derivation of the Broadway song. A little bit of that, yeah. and you know, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I, it, I felt like it could have been something different and could have been better. But, you know, I'm not going to fault anybody who likes the movie. I'm not going to fault you. I, it, again, it's beautiful. The costumes are beautiful. The, ce- the, the, the scenery is beautiful. The... The household items characters are a bit on the frightening side, and I but I thought that since the very beginning though. 
I mean, you, you, if you take a regular candlestick and make it move, it's going to look kind of crazy. Right, right. What, you, what are you going to do about that? Yeah. And then finally, um, for released movies, A Wrinkle in Time. Never seen it. I haven't seen it either. I, I, I wanted to, but then I heard the reviews were pretty dismal. It's... I don't think this is Anna DuVernay's fault. No. I think this is just one of those movies that's impossible yeah, to film. The, the, well, this, yeah, this is a movie that is... Way bigger than you can fit on the screen. This is going to show up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the book is. Yeah, I have a feeling this is going to show up on Netflix in about a month or two, and that's when we'll watch it. Because the way that they do their movies, yeah, Black Panther's coming out in September, so more than likely, Wrinkle in Time will be out um, in October on October on Netflix. Yep, that's how they that's how they do their releases with Uh, that. Oh, it it depends on when they did the uh, agreement for Disney Play. That's uh, true, but Disney Play is not even due to 2019 anyway. Yeah. All right, now looking ahead to a few other movies here. Mary Poppins Returns. I cannot wait for this one. Mary Poppins. It is wonderful to see you. Yes, it is, isn't it? Um, the thing I am most looking forward to is the song scored by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Yes. And I think Emily Blunt looks fantastic I, Mary Poppins. I think she looks fantastic. I do not like her as an actress. This is me. It's, no. just, it's just a personal preference. Um... But I, I, I think that that song score, I think he's going to be wonderful Bert. Well, I, I think he's the, he's the next predecessor to the Sherman Brothers, I think. Right, exactly. He's, you know, the, Disney obviously loves him. Yeah. And at this point right now, it's just a race to be the P-Got. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Which he should have gotten for, Mo, uh, for uh, Moana. Oh, he should have. Fucking yeah. robbed. Um, Dumbo. I'll admit, Tim Burton's Dumbo looks like it could be okay. That trailer, looked, uh, that trailer, uh, actually, that's, 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 good, that's a tear. That's gonna be a tear yeah. yeah, that's gonna. Well, you, well, oh, you, you know, know what? We, we actually left one yeah. off of this list. What? Um, Christopher Robin. Which I haven't oh, yeah. seen yet. I haven't seen it either. But I heard it's it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's why we left off the list because none of us have seen it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Dumbo looks like. Uh, well, first of all, there's no racist crows. There's no Timothy. Oh, thank God. But, I mean, I think that, you know, where Tim Burton's really going to flourish visually with that is the... Pink, el- uh, pink elephants. The pink elephants are going to look fantastic. But that, just that one shot, that one split-second shot in the trailer makes me think, I can't wait to see that scene. Not to mention the fact, too, that the um, there are no talking animals. Yeah. So Dumbo's going to have to do all that expression with his eyes and with the, with the thing... You know, and the actors are going to have to work off uh, off against that. Yeah. Yeah. I also just love too that you know it's like, hey, Tim Burton's on the phone for you, Danny DeVito. Okay, I'll get my big hat and and Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton too. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, the Lion King, which I I have a hard time calling a live action because <laughs> it's completely <laughs> regular CGI, CGI. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I I at, I was at D twenty three and they sh- John Favreau came out. He actually showed the Circle of Life cinema, uh, um, the animation. All right for it. And you could tell that it wasn't quite done. Right. But uh, Rafiki lifting up Simba yeah. looked spot on. It was I'm so sure good. it's going to look great. It and the great, voice, the voice cast looks amazing. Yes. Um, I'm not thrilled with Beyonce as uh, Nala, only because, come on, everybody, you're just doing this to give her extra songs. Right. Yeah. She's but no you know, actress. You know she what? is no actress. She doesn't need to be. She just needs to be a voice. Right. A good voice. Right. And she's got a good voice. And then Mulan, which they just started casting. Well, it's an all Asian cast, which is cool. Which is which is awesome. I think. Right. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I. I I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I. I agree. Well, that was a long list. Um, Very long. Oh my god. Yeah. This. Yeah. Um. (sighs) So we're just gonna do a quick housekeeping. Thank you, everybody. By the way, who uh, contributed to the. uh, 
the conversation. Next episode, we are going to be talking movie scores. Yep. All right. Um, What we're going to do is we're mainly talking movie genre scores. We want to find out what the best score is in a series of predetermined uh, franchises. Yeah. So you get to pick which movie has the best background music. Okay, not, you know, like soundtrack. Like you can't pick Deadpool just because, you know, Salt and Pepper is on there. Or, right? Gar- or Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. You've got to pick it based on the uh, score. composer, the score, so like Junkie XL, Tyler Bates, uh, John Williams, whomever. Hans Zimmer, yeah. Uh, Hans Zimmer, whomever you're, you're, whoever you're working with. Um, so that is going to be that. We, we haven't figured out if we're going to do this as um, casting votes or invitation only. Um, what would you pick? It just may be easier on me um, because I'm the one who ends up tabulating the votes anyway. Hey, so, help too. Oh, absolutely. I'll help. I know. I have to put this on myself. There's a big cross I got to climb up on. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you um, have any ideas for some of your favorite uh, movie scores um, in certain franchises, please email us at geeksaladradio at gmail.com. You can also let us know on our Facebook page, Geek Salad Podcast, or uh, follow us on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio. Again, in these dark times, still trying to keep it politics free. Um, Please, yeah, uh, you can get you can hear archives of all of our shows at uh, geeksalad.podbean.com. You can download the Podbean app. You can also check us out on iTunes, uh, on Stitcher, at Google Music, and on Spotify. So we are pretty yeah. much everywhere. Still no t-shirts or pins yet, but, you know. <laughs> we're working on One day, yeah, we're working on that. I need I need to actually hire somebody to design stuff unless I just steal more stuff offline. Yeah. Which I'm probably going to end up doing anyway. So It's the American way. It is. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. Go forth and be dirtful. We'll talk to you later. Stop it. When there's someone by your side to sing, life's a happy song. When there's someone by your side to sing, life's a happy song. When there's someone by your side to sing along. can't believe we're all back together. Even all you guys who weren't in the montage. Yeah, how come you didn't use me in the montage? I thought my story was pretty interesting. Rolf? Uh-uh. Huh? Want to get back together? Okay. Good. <laughs> Classic. <laughs>